to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bockelman. He is Nate Britton sitting in, uh, I said that kind of weird, Nate Brennan. Sitting in, <laughs> no, what was that? <laughs> what's my name? Uh, sitting in for Strick, who uh, should be able to join us tomorrow. He's uh, down watching some summer league basketball uh, down in Vegas and having some meetings there as well. Seems to be a bit of like a, a nice a nice meeting place for basketball people. Um that was kind of like basketball for college college basketball. They always kind of talk about that with the Final Four, right? Like all the assistants and uh, just basketball people get together for the Final Four to talk business more so than watch the games. And uh, maybe that's what Strick's doing. Maybe he's down there just to watch Bryce McGowan's blossom into a star, as we all hope down there uh, in Charlotte. But in any case, uh, uh, Nate and I were kind of talking about Nebraska football. Um, today, the big news, of course, Marquis Stepp enters the transfer portal. Um, not huge if you're a Nebraska fan uh, because he's probably, you know, fifth, sixth on the depth chart at running back, maybe fourth um, at best. But uh, it, it seemed like he was kind of getting lost in the shuffle. So um, that's where he goes. Thanks for his contributions and all that for, you know, being at Nebraska, but uh, probably just looking for a little bit more playing time elsewhere. Uh, kind of led us down to a, a different discussion as we just kind of talk about the offense that we would like to see at Nebraska uh, or get a long term. It's not necessarily this year. I, we both are in agreement um, that they've put together something pretty well. Mark Whipple, one of the hottest offensive coordinators uh, in the nation, and you kind of get a guy uh, in Casey Thompson that seems to be a good fit for his right, offense. Right. I have major concerns about if it's going to work out as far as the offensive line's pass protection, uh, being able to get the run game going up, uh, up the middle, um, you know, those sorts of things. I'm not not saying for sure this is going to be a great offense, but I think it's worth, you know, kind of the attempt that they're putting toward it. Um, but overall, my long-term uh, assessment, even before Scott Frost was fired or was hired, um, you know, people kind of ask you, if you didn't go with Scott Frost, which way would you go? I always say, go back to the blueprint, go back to hard nosed football, um, you know, run <laughs> three yards in a cloud of dust, uh, running up the middle, uh, establish fuck. that sort of thing um, because it's worked. It's worked at Nebraska uh, since before Once they went away. Nate, hold on. Once upon a before time, you, Bach, I'm, I'm, add giving that. My, I'm giving my uh, your pitch spiel? here. All my right. pitch is that it's the blueprints. It's what Nebraska showed and Wisconsin followed. And now you're seeing Iowa, Wisconsin, Kansas State over the years follow somewhat close suit to it. Uh, and I think that that's, that's the way to win in the Big Ten West. That's the way to win uh, at Nebraska in the Midwest. Um, and so that that's where I hope they go if they do indeed um, things don't work out with Scott Frost. Uh, Nate thinks that there's a ceiling to it. And, and I, I, he's preaching to the choir. I've said that for, for years as well. And, and I understand why Nebraska wanted to move away from it at the time. But I think that the attempt to do so has failed. Uh, it, it, it just hasn't worked. Even when you consider some of, of Bo Pelini, some of the, the up years for Bo Pelini, they were run heavy. Um, so, I think that that's the way to win in the Midwest. I think that's the way to win in the Big Ten West. Does it give you somewhat of a ceiling when you're going up against Ohio State or Alabama or Georgia? Yes, but everybody has that sort of ceiling. I mean, that's not a, that's not a Nebraska problem. I don't know necessarily know if that's an offensive problem. In fact, 
you know, ball control and keeping the the ball out of the the offense of, the, of those type of teams might be the best way to go about it. Um, so it, it's just kind of interesting. So we kind of got that discussion rolling. Somebody pointed off that maybe uh, Georgia's offense would be kind of a good middle for us uh, to kind of agree to, um, where it's it's it is power run heavy. Um, they don't sling the ball around too often there. They've had really good quarterbacks. They have the still, ability to, yeah, yeah, at times, but like. Uh, I think that that's a pretty good, uh, you know, modern day power offense that has the ability to pass. I think that would be a good middle ground for us to, st- to stop on. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's a pretty but, good point. Buck, here's my pushback to you, and I'll let you go for your little rant, and I hope that, I hope it was worth it. I I think that you saying that Nebraska tried to move away from that isn't entirely accurate because yes, they moved away from the power run whatever you want to classify Nebraska's golden years as the option, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of filter into the power run. I don't know if I necessarily disagree with that because the offense that Nebraska's ran with Adrian Martinez is not like a balanced offense. It's still running the football. It just looks a little bit different because you're running a quarterback power, a, a quarterback whatever you want to call what they ran with Adrian right. Martinez for crying out loud. I think this is the first time in a while you have a quarterback that is genuinely designed for the balanced offensive attack. Adrian Martinez was not built for that. Listen, like Adrian Martinez, for all the things that he did great, for all of his flaws, he wasn't a great passer. Right. Like, even you, you look at Georgia, and that's our comparison. Yeah, he did. Well, which, I mean, you kind of had some hope in whoever, his freshman year. Right. And whoever right. you want to blame for that, be my guest. But Stetson Bennett is, if we're going to compare it to Georgia, in the SEC championship game, Stetson Bennett threw for 48 passes. In the national championship game, he threw 26 times. Like, he he has the ability to pass. He is a solid passer. Under no circumstance would I say Adrian Martinez is a solid passer. Well, he didn't give you that but balanced But part of attack. what made Stetson Bennett a better option is that he also had the ability to scramble. Again, similar Fair. to Casey Thompson. Similar to Casey Thompson. Not a scrambler by nature, but has the ability to do it as opposed to JT Daniels, who's kind of a statue in the pocket. Um, I, I, I just want to clear one other thing because I want, I, I want you to – to understand that Nebraska fans, while we love to live in the 90s, and certainly we do, our head coach is Scott Frost, our athletic director is Trev Alberts, a Butkus Award winner for the 90s. <laughs> we live in the 90s more than anybody, and, right. and, and as well we should. Um, I think that you probably have a misread on what Husker football wants to be. Certainly everybody wants to win national championships, but I, you have to give the Nebraska fan base more credit than that, I think, and understanding the changing nature of the college football landscape and all that stuff. Nebraska fans at this point don't expect to win national championships. They want to be in the discussion again. They want to be a top 25 team, a top 15 team year in and year out. Um, not the bottom of the top 25, which is kind of where Bo stalled out in losing right. big games. Right. Like, there's nuances to this whole discussion, but I, I, I just don't think that it's a, uh, I think that that's something that that you have to understand because it's something that I think Nebraska fans at times were accused of, of just wanting to win national championships. A, a, enough time has passed to understand. Um, that's that not what you're trying to get back that's to. Not a, that's saying. not necessarily – yeah, that's not necessarily the goal is to think that you could ever get back to 60 and 3 in five years. Would you love to? Sure, but you know, it's right. not probably an attainable right. goal. 
Which is which is fair. If that if that's the case, then sure, I, I'm all for the ground and pound. But from my perception, is that eventually you want to get back to winning national championships. And in the landscape of college football, especially now, that's going to be incredibly difficult to do. But if you want to at least give yourself a chance, I I, I just don't see a scenario where a team like Wisconsin or Iowa can can win a national championship. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, and I would don't. The thing is, I would love to see it. If you told oh, yeah. me tomorrow, as much as I hate Iowa, as much as I hate Wisconsin, if you told me they were in the college football playoff, hell yeah, sign me up for that. I am all for it. The problem is, I don't see that as a realistic option. I I, I don't. And if Nebraska develops that type of offensive scheme, I don't see that as an option for them either. But again, I, I I don't think that Wisconsin and Iowa get there because of their limited uh, uh, ability to recruit. Um, again, give them all the credit in the world because it's easy to say just switch to a power run attack and then you just have a great offensive line and a great defense. There's it's a lot of work to, yeah. to be put into right. that discussion of just all of a sudden being a Wisconsin or an Iowa. It's something that Minnesota has done well, though. I mean, you've seen them kind of make that transfer to be in the, that discussion. Um, so it is possible. I just think Nebraska, again, the 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 one thing that you're kind of maybe overlooking for my argument is that I think that Nebraska could elevate the type of speed and the type of quarterback that you could get to play in that system, which could push them over the edge. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on the block. Wrap things up for you here on 93.7 The Tip.